This seminar was presented on October 24th in the year 2000. In the seminar, which Jim begins and ends with a guided meditation, Jim talks about major changes happening on the planet as we move into higher frequencies. Jim also explains what we can do as co-creators to become more responsible as we step into these changes. Please be aware that the guided meditations do have extended moments of silence to allow the listener to go deeper inwardly. Okay. So if you just want to close your eyes and just begin to focus into that place of loving inside. It's that place where peace and calmness is found. Just move into that stillness and quiet that is loving. One way to move there and to focus your direction into it is to begin to focus your attention on your breathing. Just be aware of your breath as it goes in and out. Just gently hold your attention on your breath and on the movement of that breath as it moves in and out of your lungs. And as you take in the next deep breath, breathe in pure white light and let that white light move throughout your consciousness and your body. And just breathe out all the cares of the day. And just continue breathing in and out this pure white light, letting the white light bring about clarity and balance and removing any and all disturbances or distractions. And just be aware of the movement of that light as it begins to move into every part of your consciousness opening you, expanding you, bringing you into greater places of your own loving. And just feel yourself becoming more centered. Feel yourself becoming more open and available to the loving as it moves throughout this room. And now just let that light and that love begin to expand from your own center into the very center of the circle. See it as a glowing bright light moving and joining with all the other lights in this room. As if a great flame of light is being placed in the center of the circle now. And just let the light that is present in the center of the circle begin to radiate out and fill this room with its radiance. And as this light begins to extend outside the room, in your own consciousness just now, place the names of those that you wish this light to go to.
And just now continue seeing that flame of light in the center of the circle. That light is the combination of all of our light and love placed together. And just see the light once again radiating out into all the room, filling the room with this great light of love, of peace, of joy. And as this radiant light begins to manifest itself throughout the room and deeper into our own consciousness, just let yourself begin to focus into the radiance that is present here. And as you become aware of the radiance through this essence of light, you begin to see a form take shape, a radiant form. A body of light begins to manifest itself. Just begin to see, feel, and know a body of light is beginning to take shape in front of you. If for some reason you are not seeing one or feeling one or knowing one is present, with your own creative imagination just now, begin to create a body of light in front of you. And as it does, it begins to be animated. It begins to have a life and a presence and an essence of its own that is alignment with the light of the Christ and the Holy Spirit that is present in the light action that is taking place here. And this radiant form reaches out and takes your hand and begins to lift you up from this place. Lifts you up into the room and lifts you up through this building, up into the sky above. Just feel yourself lifting up with this radiant form going higher and higher into the sky. And somewhere you might want to just stop for a moment and take a look around and see what it is you see all around you and below you. You might find that you want to go up higher and higher above the clouds, even above the atmosphere of the earth until you're looking down on the whole earth beneath you. Ever holding on to the hand of the radiant form that's with you, you know that you're safe and secure in this loving light action. And as you look around and you see the stars above you and the earth beneath you, you also see the radiant sun of this solar system sending forth its own light out throughout the universe. And you realize that it is just another radiant form sending forth its light as a radiant form that you were holding the hand of just now, 
and you begin to recognize that the body of consciousness that you're in is also a radiant form of light, sending out its own light as well. Just now become more aware of your own light, for this is the light of loving that is you. And as you begin to realize the light that is moving from your own center out into all of creation, you begin to see how you are one in this light action with all that is present around you. As all the stars are sending forth their light and the radiant form that is holding your hand is sending forth its light, you also are sending forth your own. Now begin to center yourself into that place of loving and be aware of the great light like a flame burning deep inside of you, that light of loving. And begin to focus that loving in the direction of God, wherever that might be for you. And let that love, that light, begin to shine and go forth to share itself with God in its own way, however it wishes to share. And just see that light radiating out and going before the throne of God. And let yourself follow that light until you are also standing before the throne of God. And you are like a flame upon a candle upon the altar before the Lord. And your light is like a song of praise to God as you stand before Him in this light. Be aware of the hand of the radiant form holding your hand. And together you stand in joy and in loving before the throne. And if there is something just now that causes you to hold back or to feel separate from this action, just let your light enter into that place of separation through forgiveness and acceptance of whatever that is. And let it be transformed in light so that you can move more freely into the presence of the Lord and share your loving more graciously in this way. And you might find that just now you begin to move into a greater action of forgiveness with yourself and with all that which is around you in this daily world as you let go of all those things that cause separation and disturbance and distraction from your center of loving. Just love it all, forgive it all, accept it all and move into the loving. And keep bringing your focus back before the throne of God 
whatever that might look like for you. And in this place that is the most sanctified of all places inside, in this holy of holies, just now place your love and your gratitude before the Lord, however you wish to do that. Be grateful for all the lessons and the learning, for all the experiences, whether they're seemingly joyful or painful. Be grateful for all of them and place them at the feet of the Lord in gratitude. And let them be your gift to Him. And let the Lord take them into His heart as He will and do with them what he will do with them. And just now, in return of the gift that you have given, the Lord gives you a gift in his own way, in his own loving. Receive this gift however you wish, whatever it might be, and take it into your own being. And just now, with this radiant form beside you, take in this loving and receive the blessing that is present here with it. And begin to place that loving gift into action in your daily life. Envision that gift being empowered in your own consciousness and beginning to manifest in your daily life. See the grace that is extended through this gift going before you each day preparing the way and clearing any disturbances or distractions, that your day becomes peaceful 
and loving. Now that this gift that is the Lord in you goes before you to share itself with all before you. And see each day a day of the Lord in your life filled with the magnificence and the glory that is present in the Lord that is inside of you. And begin each day choosing into that place that is this place of the Holy of Holies. And then as you go into the day, the day is a day of peace and of service, of action and fulfillment. Know this to be, choose into this each day, envision it and become it, for this is truly who you are. Again, see yourself as a great flame before the throne of God. And then begin to bring your focus with a radiant form beside you, back traveling towards this earth, traveling back into this room, bringing back with you all that has happened and the awareness of the centeredness and the essence of loving that is inside of you and just bring it back into your body and let it fill your body fully giving thanks to the radiant form for its assistance in this process And when you're ready, you can begin to move your body and bring your attention more fully here. And open your eyes when you're ready. Okay. It's interesting that on the inner levels right now, there's been called forward a council. There's a new light action that's about to take place on the earth in a greater way than has taken place in a while is to affect all of humanity. They're actually looking at activating a part of this consciousness during the time of All Souls and All Saints Day, which is coming up very quickly, Halloween and November 1st. This conclave of teachers on the inner level that has come together are teachers that have been on this planet as well as from other systems and other experiences. And they've all come together to manifest a higher frequency, a higher consciousness upon this planet that humanity might now step forward into it. We're just about to step into the new millennium. Even though last January everybody said, new millennium, here it comes, year 2000. Actually, at the beginning of January 1st is the beginning of the new millennium. This conclave of teachers 
masters, light beings that is taking place right now on the inner levels is working to bring about a change in frequency for this planet that corresponds to this consciousness as we move into this new millennium. We've been going through a transition phase for the last 20, I'd say 25 years, moving towards this moment in time. And we are now at that stage where we are about to step into this new frequency in a greater way. Part of what you're seeing on the planet today has to do with the response to this higher frequency coming on the planet and coming into our own consciousness. That's why you're seeing on the planet today a lot of different disturbances and conflicts within societies, within groups, within tribal traditions, within all kinds of different structures on the planet having to do with human nature. You may find even inside yourself certain disturbances coming about over this time period now as we move into the new millennium starting January 1st. Tensions, fears, concerns, frustrations, just a nervousness or a jittery sensation inside that maybe you haven't felt before, or maybe it seems to be intensifying and you don't know why. It may be, and I'm going to say maybe because I don't know that it would definitely necessarily always be due to this frequency that is coming on the planet, but it may be around this higher frequency that is being made available for everyone to step into. This higher frequency is an opportunity. It isn't a have to. It's an opportunity that is being offered to each and every individual at this time. Not everybody's going to step into it and everybody's going to choose into it because it requires your participation in a way that some people may not wish to participate. It's a kind of participation where you truly choose to be more responsible for your life and for your actions, and you begin to choose to step forward into change. Because this frequency offers the opportunity for each and every person to really change and to become more that which they truly are in spirit and to allow that which they are in spirit to manifest on all the levels of consciousness, which means that change will take place on all those levels, physical, imaginational, emotional, mental, and unconscious, in order to allow that greater perfection that is a part of this higher frequency to come forward and manifest itself. And that greater perfection that is in this higher frequency has to do with a realignment inside each of us that allows us to align to the greater being, that greater part of us, which is the soul, which is our perfect loving. So this opportunity that they are focusing their attention on and holding in their consciousness to manifest isn't something that they're trying to figure out how to make it happen because there's nothing to figure out. This perfection already exists in each and every one of us. And it isn't something that they have to figure out how to make it manifest in us, nor do they have to figure out how to bring it about. Because it isn't up to them 
to bring anything about, but rather they are holding the frequency closer to us, to us individually and to us collectively on this planet, that we might begin to sense that frequency and choose more into it. In the past, we may have found that we have sensed the higher frequency of loving, the higher frequency of opportunity to step into a greater spirit. And we've wanted to, but we've chosen back into our old patterns and into our old ways, into that which we have always been. And now the opportunity is present with us through really a grace action that is taking place through this this moment in time for us to really choose into this frequency and to hold there with this grace and to begin to adapt, if you will, or adjust into that frequency to where we're more comfortable in it than before. Some of the discomfort you may see on the planet in groups such as tribes, nations, peoples, religions, or individually, such as in yourself, may have to do with this new frequency that is coming forward. And if you find yourself in disturbance, rather than becoming disturbed by the disturbance, choose to see beyond the disturbance and see what is beyond it. And see what might be coming forward in the frequency of that disturbance. Because in that may be pictures or feelings or thoughts that will reveal themselves to you showing how you have held on to the past, how you continue to choose into those things that have undermined you, and also show you how to begin to choose into other elements that will serve you, such as forgiveness and acceptance and all the aspects that is of the Lord inside of you. But ultimately, it's choosing back into the loving. As I began to open this up, I began to see this conclave of spiritual beings. I don't know if I want to call them teachers or masters or whatever. They're just great spiritual beings that already live in this frequency in a greater way than we have chosen into it. They are just holding before us an opportunity to step into that which they already know and to become that which we already are. It's not become something different, but rather to choose into the greater part of us that we haven't allowed ourselves to choose into up to now. In this process, they say that you will see a lot of things go on on the planet over the next 15 to 20 years. And I don't mean to be prophesying right now. I'm just sharing with you what they are showing me. If you want to call it a prophecy, then you can call it that, but that's not what this is meant to be. But in the next 15 to 20 years, you're going to see a shaking, a shaking in a way that will cause a lot of disturbance on this planet. It may not be the earth itself shaking, such as an earthquake, but it will be a shaking of energy, a shaking in the etheric, a shaking in the mental, a shaking in the emotional nature of man. And I would say also by looking at it, there will be a shaking in the physical. And this shaking is a way to first awaken 
those elements that have been asleep on all these different levels of consciousness. It's to shake awake those places that have been asleep, laying dormant for so long. And the shaking is also a way of shaking off or sloughing off those parts that no longer work or they're not in harmony with this higher frequency. So over the next 15 to 20 years, you may see some major changes on this planet. They'll be for the better and for the good overall, even though if you look at them individually or even look at them collectively from a very physical standpoint, they may be rather disturbing. But if you can look at them from a higher perspective, from this greater place that this higher frequency is coming forth from, you will see that it is serving to bring about a change that will allow mankind to step forward into this new body of consciousness that is available for all that choose into it. And over the next hundred years, this planet is going to go through some translation and transition, transformation, that will be very different from what has been before where the last 2,000 years have been an opportunity, the next 2,000 years are the manifestation of the opportunities that we've chosen. And so it's up to each of us now to begin to manifest, to begin to be the manifestors that we truly are, and not to look to others to manifest for us, but for us to manifest for ourselves, and to see how we want to do that, to become the creator, to become the co-creator that we really are. And in the essence of this higher frequency that's coming forward is an element of this co-creativeship with God to begin to awaken into that element of ourselves, which is the soul, and to begin to manifest as a co-creator from that frequency that is our soul and to create for ourselves the life that we really, truly are intended to be living. And it isn't the life that we choose, it's the life that we are intended to be living as a soul. And they are often different, because oftentimes the life that we would choose is a life that still is based a lot on the philosophy of this world and the limitations of this world and the illusions of this world. And yet, we have allowed ourselves to believe in the illusion so much that we would still chase after it. But rather, I'm saying that it is now an opportunity for us to truly stand in this greater frequency of our own soul and to manifest the fullness of it in a greater way than ever before. As this group is coming together, they are looking at a number of things. One is the Lords of Karma have come together. And as the Lords of Karma look over the patterns of evolution and the patterns of karma that are intertwined in that pathway of evolution, they are looking to see what elements humanity has avoided to look at and deal with and handle in a responsible way and how to better able humanity to choose into now fulfilling those things that they have yet to fulfill for themselves. And they are also looking at ways to bring about 
a release of karma without destruction. If you look at a lot of the past, humanity has built up collectively large amounts of karma over time. And then when the burden is so great that it could destroy humanity, it has to be released in some great way and oftentimes either through an action of nature or through an action of man such as in war the karmas are all released in one big burst and something takes place upon this planet that causes disturbance, destruction but it also allows for a moment for a release of karma in such a way that humanity then can begin to start fresh and new. And what they're looking for now is for a way for these karmas that have been building and building over time that has still not been released fully to be released in a burst of action that is light-filled and isn't aimed towards destruction but rather change. Change in a way that will allow humanity to awaken into the greater consciousness of this frequency rather than look away from it. A good way to look at this would be World War II was a collection of a large mass of karma that had been collecting over the last several thousand years that had not been fully released because individuals and groups that were responsible for those karmas were not willing to take responsible action to bring them to neutrality or to bring them into balance. And so ultimately the Lords of Karma had to release them in one great burst in order to allow those karmas to be fulfilled in some way that they would not just collect and destroy and collapse upon mankind in a destructive manner that would in a sense wipe them out. And so World War II really allowed an action to take place that brought about a neutrality for a moment of many of the karmas that had been incurred over time. But that was done through a great wave of destruction upon the planet. The teachers and, and the ones that are involved in this great conclave right now are looking for individuals on this planet and groups upon this planet that will work in a light action, a loving action, to bring about change upon this planet through light and through actions of loving so that change can take place in a new way, that transformation takes place in a way that we begin to choose away from those things that no longer work and choose into that which now works for us, rather than having to destroy the old and then try to build on top of the destroyed. It's to let go of the old that no longer works and to move forward into that which does. And this will allow a greater expansion. So they are now looking for individuals not to step up and volunteer, but rather to choose for themselves to be more personally responsible for their own actions, for their own loving, for their own spirit. And by individuals doing that, it will assist in the movement of light through this higher frequency into this planet to bring about a balance of these karmas that have collected over the past 
centuries because there's still a lot that is being drug along and could drag us down rather than allowing us to rise above and into this frequency that is present for us to choose into. So what they're looking for is for each and every one of us to begin to daily choose into that whichever we call our own loving, into that higher frequency of our own soul, and to be more fully responsible for our actions, for our reactions, and to begin to choose into greater actions of service on this planet, whatever that might be. And that service could be just individually, us doing our own life in a more responsible way, us doing our spirit through meditation, through prayer, through study. And it could be a greater service beyond all of that, not before all of that, but beyond the meditation and the prayer and the self-study, going out into the world and also serving others in some way, whatever that might be. But the first service is to yourself and to the spirit that is in you. And until you are doing that service, outer service might distract you from the ultimate that you are looking to fulfill. So don't allow yourself to get so caught up in the outer as you have in the past through service that you forget the first service, which is to the spirit inside of you. And to really first go inside and connect to that spirit inside however you do that and do that daily. And then from that place of connection, go and be of service into the world, whatever that might be. And it may just be as a friend to another friend. And it may be volunteering yourself into service in some form or some action in the world through an organization or whatever that could be for you. But let's look at that flow of service if we're going to begin to talk about that so that we do stay in alignment because it's easy to throw ourselves out of balance as we begin to get caught up in service because it's easy to get caught up in what's out there and making that which is outside of us more important than what is inside. So first line of service is really to yourself. Then it would be to your mate, if you have a mate or partner in your life, to your children, to your extended family, such as your parents, your aunts, your uncles, cousins, and so on. And then on into friends, and then out into the world. And you may find that that line of service will just extend out so far, and then that's as far as you need to be in action. And don't stretch yourself beyond it, because you'll stretch yourself really too far and throw yourself out of balance and lose your center and lose your focus and begin to make that action outside of yourself more important than the inner action. And ultimately, it's all about the inner, not the outer. And that's really a key here. The world keeps calling us to act outside and to do outside and to fulfill outside and to find outside. And yet, what we are really looking for isn't outside of ourselves. It is inside. And so that first line of service is inside. And if we begin to fulfill these things in us, this which 
these great beings of light are looking to fulfill can be fulfilled in us and through us automatically without us having to do anything other than just to do our natural process of living life fully in the spirit that we are. We become that living radiant, that radiant essence of loving out into the world as we become that inside of ourselves. And that's the light of transformation that will join with all the other lights of transformation that is manifesting and bring about change on the planet without destruction. But it's up to each of us to take personal responsibility and personal action in that. So as I look at these lords of karma collected together in the midst of all of this, I see a great cloud. This cloud rests over a book. And the cloud is so dark and so dense that it's hard to read what is in the book. And yet, the cloud is a cloud not of the karmas, but of the illusions that feed the karmas or allow the karmas to stay in place. And so as I look at this, and I look at the lords of karma, and I look at them looking at this cloud of illusion that rests over the book that holds all the karmas, I recognize not to focus on the karmas, not to focus on the unlearned lessons so much and get caught up in them, and not to focus on the illusions either, but just to be aware that the illusions and the karmas are present in our daily life. Because as I look at this, I don't look at the lords of karma trying to change anything. They're not trying to move the cloud away so that they can see the book of karma. And they're not trying to change anything in the book. But rather they are just aware that this cloud of illusion rests over the book of karmas that represent the unlearned lessons humanity has yet to learn. And what I see them really doing in this is accepting what is. They accept that the illusions and the karmas are present. And it isn't up to them to change anything, but just to be aware what is present. And then beyond the lords of karma, I see a greater circle, a circle of these light beings that are holding the vision of the fulfillment already manifested. And the lords of karma, as they look at this cloud and at this book, they are choosing into the fulfillment rather than into the illusion or into the karmas. And they are not looking to find the solution, but to allow that greater manifestation that already is to come present, which will bring about the change bring about, if you will, the neutralization of the illusion and the neutralization of the karmas. And so when I look at this, I see for ourselves not to focus on our own illusions and get caught up in them and try to change them or try to dismiss them or get caught up in our own karmas or unlearned lessons and try to figure them out or even try to learn them, but rather begin to choose into 
that greater glory that you are. And let the greater glory of who you are shine into those elements of the darkness inside and shine into the elements of the darkness that is in the world and let the light bring about the transformation just as this higher frequency that is coming upon the planet now is going to bring about transformation your light can bring about transformation in your own world and the only world you're responsible for is your own you're not responsible for this world this planet and all of humanity on it you're only responsible for your own world and that world that you have a responsibility for is the world that is inside of you the inner worlds not the outer what they would like for us individually to note is that what's important is what you're doing with your inner kingdom what you're doing with that inner reality are you really focusing and living from that place of the inner first you know in the bible it says have no other gods before me where does god reside in the inner realm but inside of you and how many gods do you place before that inner god the call you out that call you to distraction that call you to disturbance to where you forget the real truth of who you are resides inside the true lord that says have no other gods before me is calling you ever back inside to stand not just before the throne but in the throne of the lord that you are to be the lord and in being the lord all that isn't of the lord will drop away well what's really interesting in that what is not the lord if out of god came all things then all things are of god so truly there is nothing that is not of the lord but rather it's recognizing the order and the flow of manifestation and to begin to live more in that order and in that flow of the manifestation from the lord inside of you so begin to be aware of this higher frequency that is truly going to begin to manifest on this planet and you will see change taking place and that change will look like great disturbance in many areas on this planet because the old ways are going to die the old beliefs are going to drop away and people are going to be left without old ways and beliefs to hold on to traditions are not going to mean what they've meant before and people are going to be looking for new traditions new ways to do and as you begin to see this taking place on the planet you might want to begin to look and see what are the traditions that you've been holding on to what are the beliefs that you've been holding on to that no longer serve you that are wanting to shake free from you as well and how can you go about letting go of them and how can you begin to choose into new ways that will take you on this path that this higher frequency is 
offering us. Now, this higher frequency has to do more with the evolutionary cycles of this planet. And yet there's a higher frequency that is ever present on the planet having to do with soul transcendence, which is totally different from what I have been talking about, which is the evolutionary cycle. The evolutionary cycle is a cycle dealing with the karmas and the movement of learning through the actions of karmas upon this planet and this creation and these lower realms of existence. And yet there's also this higher pathway, that straight and narrow pathway that lies in the middle of it all. It's a pathway of neutrality that we can also choose into. And that higher frequency is always present. It never changes. It is never not present. Where the frequency I've been talking about concerning this group and this conclave in spirit is a new frequency that is coming upon this planet to help bring about a change in the evolutionary cycle so that man moves up into a higher frequency, into a higher element of knowing, into a higher way of doing and being as they are doing their karmas. This pathway of neutrality is ever-present from the beginning of time to the end of time, if you will, in these lower frequencies. This higher frequency of grace, this higher frequency of soul transcendence is ever-present and also available for us to choose into if we will. But it's up to us to choose into that. And it looks kind of like this is what I'm talking about. Humanity as a whole, as it moves through the realms of physical, imaginational, emotional, mental, and unconscious or etheric, is walking a spiral that has to do with evolution and karmas. And it is ever moving in this more horizontal frequency because the pathway of the lower creation is a horizontal pathway. You have the realms of the physical, the astral, the causal, the mental, the etheric, and then soul, and then spirit. These realms are all dealing with a horizontal action of light. The realms of pure spirit and soul are dealing with a different kind of light that is a light that is vertical in action. This is the light of the Holy Spirit, where this is the light of reflection. This is the pure light, the radiant light, and this is the light of reflection that is called the magnetic light. It is the light of magnetic or polarities. And in magnetism, in magnetic light, you have both the positive and the negative polarities. And its action is an action that is horizontal in nature. And even though you may feel as though you're moving up in this light action that is taking place here, in truth, the action is horizontal in nature and doesn't take you very far up. So humanity, in this cycle of evolution in the magnetic light, moves very, very slowly 
through these cycles of evolution. Look at the planet and how just this planet, not all of this creation. I mean, you'd be surprised how tremendous this is in size. But just look at the planet and how things have evolved over 15 billion years of this solar system and 4 billion years of this planet and how slow the evolution has been and its progression forward. And a good way to look at what I've been talking about with the mass destruction in order to move forward and then build new would be at the time of the dinosaurs being wiped off the planet so that a new evolution could take place. These types of cycles have taken place over and over again in this cyclical action of evolution. But it's ever a motion more in a horizontal action. Even though it is going up in frequency, it is a horizontal action ever moving and more horizontal than vertical in nature. And it's a very, very slow movement, a very, very slow translation in frequencies from one frequency to another to another. And the big challenge in this process is that on the outer edge, if you will, is a force that is pushing out. We are ever being pushed out as the energy sweeps out in evolution. So our focus, if we are caught up in the path of evolution, is to ever look outside of ourselves for solution, for answer. That's the centrifugal force. There is another element of that, which is the centrifugal, which begins to pull us in. And the distance between that point where we are moving out centrifugally and that point which is that place where we will move in centrifugally is very narrow. It's very narrow in its nature. And it's very easy to look as we're moving out in the centrifugal push and evolution and see that there is a pathway that takes us in but still to be caught up in this outer flow, this outer push. In the middle of all this evolutionary cycle is that straight and narrow path. And this straight and narrow path is the path of neutrality. It is the path of the Holy Spirit that is that vertical action. And it's up to us to choose in, into, rather than out from. To choose into that action of upliftment. To choose into that action of grace. It's up to each of us individually to choose out of our path of evolution and into the path of involution, back into God. And so, as this conclave has gathered together, they are working more on this cyclical action of karmas and this motion that most of humanity is caught up in. And we are at a point right now where we're going to be moving up into a higher frequency. And we're just at that low ebb, just ready to move on up to a new level of evolution. And in order to do that, all that is coming in from the past has to be 
let go of, dropped away, in order for this new frequency to carry us forward with a greater thrust into this higher frequency. Now we can choose to do this path of evolution and to continue moving along with this current or we can choose to just go straight into the straight and narrow path and go on up following the actions of the Holy Spirit through grace. So where in this cyclical action of evolution are we at? And we're at a point where we're just on the verge of moving up, where we can go up into the next plateau or the next plane. You have to look and realize this is not above and below, even though it looks like it on paper. It really is almost like flat planes. And there's just a slight gradual movement upward as we go. It's not one above the other. What's interesting is this. In this spiraling cyclical action, in evolution, we can only go so high. And then it actually begins to cycle back down again. Because the magnetic light exists only in these regions. Its action is an action of reflection. And it's ever moving on that action of reflection. And eventually, when it gets up so high, it reaches a place where it cannot move into that vertical action of the Holy Spirit. And so it begins to move back down on its path of reflection, coming back down and creating a process of action downward. So in the path of light that we hear so much about in mystical and metaphysical traditions and light initiations, those initiations and those pathways in mystical traditions, they're called the 12 churches, are the 12 practices. And they will just take us so far on the pathway, but they will not take us into soul and into spirit. And then there is the one, the 13th, which will take us on in to the soul and into spirit. And it's interesting that in mystical traditions, it's the 12 and the one. And you have the 12 tribes of Israel, which became the one nation. You have the 12 apostles and then Jesus, which united them together into the one Christ. It's the 12 and then the one. And the one is always that element that liberates the twelve. In this pathway, it's up to us to decide which one we're going to walk. And it really is a choice. Now, those that are walking the path of neutrality, the straight and narrow path of the vertical light of the Holy Spirit, there's more access to all the realms, much easier. And we are now at a place in this cyclical action where we can move on up again into a higher frequency if we will allow ourselves to, if we will choose ourselves to, and away from the old patterning. Now, what tells me that we're not going to slip into an older frequency is this. Gosh, this ties together so neat. I just can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I should believe it. I do believe it. In a meditation, when we were doing the meditation, and I had you look back at the sun and you were above the planet and you looked at the solar system and you looked at the sun and you saw the light of the sun radiating its light out into all of creation. 
and you also looked at the earth. The earth is a body, just as this is a body. And this body is a shell in which a soul resides, and through which it has expression and has an opportunity of learning. Well, the earth is also a shell in which a spiritual being resides and has opportunity of expression and learning and growing. That's called a logos. The sun is also a logos, a being of light. The planetary logos that we inhabit or exist in is in the process of moving in evolution itself into a higher frequency. And so all that is on the planet and involved with the planet is also going to have to move to a higher frequency. It has no choice. Because that logos of the planet is not going to allow itself to be held back this time. It has chosen to move forward. And it is choosing to move forward because the whole solar system is also moving forward into a higher frequency. And I'm sure this is kind of like, what? <laughs> but if you really could move outside of your physical reality as you feel you know it, and really move into a place where you can participate at a higher perspective, you could begin to see how everything moves together in a great wave action, ever moving upward. And ultimately, it will all return back to God. Maybe not in the cycle that this creation is in, but ultimately it will all return back to God. Now, I could really blow your minds uh, from that statement. This is the fifth creation of the universe as we know it today. This isn't the first time that this universe has existed, but rather this is the fifth wave, if you will, of its existence. And so it will go on to these processes of the Big Bang, if you will, where creation takes place. Out of nothingness comes all that exists here, and then it will collapse upon itself once again and go into nothingness for a while a state of rest. And then out of the Big Bang, all of this will come back into being once again. Ultimately, it will all find its way back into God, all that exists in all that creation. It will find its way back into God. And then that which exists here will go back into just being the void plane that it was before. It's never ending. It's never ending. It's ever ongoing. God is never ending. And yet, there's never a beginning. It always is just in God. It's so interesting. I keep saying this all the time. Someday you'll wake up and you'll know you never left the heart of God. And you'll look at all of this as just a momentary thing that happens so quickly. And yet, it seems like it is taking eons and eons. And when will it ever get over? And when will I ever get back to the heart of God? And all the time you're sitting in the heart of God going, you're here, you're here, What's, just look, look over here, you're here already. You never left. You're just caught in the illusion. Whatever you believe is what you believe. But what is the truth is the truth. And the truth, you can't change it. But you can choose to live in the truth that already is, if you wish to choose it. And the way you choose it is 
to choose out of evolution and into that neutrality, into that path that is the grace of the Holy Spirit. It's very interesting because, I mean, I could, I could go on and on and on and show you all these different spirals and cycles, and, and it's all a mind game. It's all not real. It doesn't exist. None of this exists. All these 24,000 years, all these millions of, uh, and billions of years and these, all these existences, none of this exists. It's all illusion. None of it is real. But because you think it's real, you're living it. You're doing it because you think it's real. It's just like we live according to what this clock tells us to live. If it says it's 4 o'clock in the morning, more than likely we're going to be asleep. If it says it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, more than likely we're going to be at work or we're going to be doing something related to 4 o'clock in the afternoon because it tells us to do that. But this is illusion. This isn't real. And what would you do if all of a sudden there wasn't a clock on this planet? There was no way to tell the time. What would you do? you would go into living a rhythm that is similar to this clock. You would still be stuck in the illusion. You'd still be living the illusion until you choose out of the illusion totally and recognize that this doesn't really exist. There is no time. There is no space. But because you keep choosing to look out there and believe it, it exists. And you're going to do it. And until you choose inside first, and find God first, and have God first, you're going to believe the illusion. But the moment you choose into God and find that element inside of you, you will know then that this is illusion, and you're just here for another reason. There is a great purpose in all of this, and that is God coming into the greater knowing of himself through all that is happening. It's just God learning more about creation that God put forward. It's all about God learning. Let's put it this way. If God is unto himself and God is all loving, God manifests his loving by having that which he can love here in himself and have love come back to him so that the love is fulfilled. Love is manifested that way. So he created in order that he could love his creation and his creation could love him back. So that that loving could continue on in its movement. You know, let me ask you this. In the Bible it says that you were created in the image of the Lord. God said, let's create man and woman in the image of our being. So, is that creation, that image that he created, is that this body? Does this body look like God? Is this what God looks like? Or is it the spirit of you that he created in the image? It's the spirit that is true. It is the spirit that is real. This is all illusion. Your body, your emotions, your mind, all that that is made up of is but illusion. It does not exist. It is not real. And yet, because you believe it's real, it's real, and you're here, and you're doing this reality. And that's fine. And I'm not saying don't believe it. It's here, you're here, so you may as well choose into it and do it. But do it 
with love and do it with patience and do it with kindness. But do it with the awareness that there's something beyond this illusion that you have chosen to believe into right now. And begin to look and see what that truly is. And begin to find your way back into the reality, the truth, that real that you are, rather than choosing always into the illusion and letting the illusion distract you and get you caught up more and more in it. There's nothing wrong with the illusion. The illusion is the school. This is our schoolhouse. This is where we have chosen to come and learn. God saw that there was an illusion and he said, well, let's go find out what this illusion is like. It's like walking in the desert and all of a sudden we see a mirage and we walk over to find out what that mirage is. But when we get over there, it's just nothing. It doesn't really exist. But between here and getting there, we see it as real, we go after it as real, and we believe it to be real. And ultimately, there will be a day when you'll get to that place where the mirage seems to be real and realize that it's just an illusion. It's just a mirage in your existence. And how I can describe it better than that, I have no idea. There's all kinds of cycles and cycles. That's the process of evolution and the illusions of this world and how it keeps us trapped in it. As long as we allow ourselves to believe in the illusion and in the action and reaction of the illusion, we will be caught here. It's when we choose to be neutral to it and live in that straight and narrow path of grace is when we begin to find our liberation from the karma and from the flow of evolution and begin to truly move back into the permanency, into the truth, into the reality, rather than into the impermanence or into the illusion that exists here. Anytime you choose back into the path of the Holy Spirit, you can know yourself to be the soul and the spirit that you are and can live more from that place. And that's what spirit is offering us to do. Even tonight, they're asking us to choose more into that, to be personally responsible. And that personal responsibility has to do with first going inside and find that interconnection to our own soul, to our own spirit. You can know the love of God here, and you can know your, your soul right here in this body, and you still have your lessons and your karmas to do at this level. And you're going to do them. But you're going to do them with a lot more grace, action, a lot more loving and acceptance, and fulfill the best of your ability so that they're done. But you'll also find that God will join in that and relieve or forgive a lot of that so that a lot of that is even lifted before you have to deal with it. Let's just close our eyes for a minute. And once again, just envision yourself as a being of light. As you saw a radiant form of light before you, taking your hand before, just now see yourself as a radiant form of light. and begin to choose into that radiant light that is the loving essence of the Lord that you are. And each day for a few moments just sit down and envision this radiant form of light that you are beginning to rise up and ride a current of light and sound back into the heart of God. 
and you may see colors and you may hear sounds but just keep choosing to put your loving before the Lord and let your loving lift you up to God and let all those things that are not of the loving and that are not of God just fall away And you'll find your addictions and your needs and your wants in the world becoming less important as this action of loving with God becomes more important. And you will find that this radiant body of light becomes more real to you than this body that you sit in this chair in now. So just be aware of this radiant body of light and each day sit and for a few minutes choose into that radiant body and let it become awake and alive in your consciousness and let the loving that is present in that radiant body move into your daily life bringing about a greater place of harmony and peace and loving in all that you do. And just give thanks before the throne of God. And then begin to bring your focus with the radiant form beside you back traveling towards this earth. Traveling back into this room. bringing back the essence of loving that is inside of you and just bring it back into your body and let it fill your body fully giving thanks to the radiant form for its assistance in this process bring your attention more fully here and open your eyes when you're ready